and welcome back to How Good Is That Season 2, To the Black, Episode 15, Serenity, the film this time. My name is Dan. J-Rod. Paul. I am a leaf on the wind. And I am sad in response. Hello, Alif. Hi. Alif. Prince Alif. Fabulous Heath. Fabulous Heath. Alif Abobwaf. That's right. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Strongest 10th. Regular Memph. <laughs> Temp regular Memph. So this is going to be our last episode before we rank everything next episode, uh, as this is the last of the Firefly that exists uh, in a video form. Mm -hmm. There are comic books and books books we can talk about, but they don't fit sort of the same scheme, so we will leave those for other different podcasts. That's right. From other different podcast hosts. Maybe. Or maybe you'll just break down and do it one day. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I could, or well, you don't know. They don't know. The fans don't know. So we start off uh, Serenity with an explanation of how humanity came to be in space, much in the same way we end, we start off with that explanation in the series. Mm -hmm. And we get an explanation about how the Alliance and how the Alliance had a war and the Alliance might not be great. Nope. Uh, we open up on what those of us who watched the series know to be a flashback of Simon breaking River out of the facility where she's being experimented on. That's right. And except it's not actually a flashback. It's a security camera recording mm -hmm. uh, that's being looked at by the operative who we don't really know much about even by the end of the movie, to be honest. Very true. We we know that it's uh, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, and that's about it. Yep. He's great, though, so it's great. He is, so actually. Are we, we going to endeavor to have him be a part of every single series that we do of How Good Is That? Because <laughs> he point. was in Doctor Strange. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, spoilers, he's not going to be in the third, uh, the third season of How Good Is That. That's true. So, so no. As a matter of fact, we will not. Uh, we will not be endeavoring for that. You didn't have to ruin that now. <laughs> Sorry. We've only narrowed it down slightly. Yeah, we've narrowed it down to all film series, television series, book series, etc. Series that don't star him. Yep. So we haven't really narrowed it down that much. So. The operative is uh, discussing with the doctor who was in charge of the facility that was holding River about how uh, vital Alliance government information had fallen into dangerous hands because River is a psychic, as we found out, well, recently, to those of us who just watched the series, <laughs> several years earlier to those who'd watched the series before the film came out, mm -hmm. uh, because any Alliance official she came in contact with, she could have gleaned their thoughts. Um, the operative then goes all kung fu on the doctor's bodyguards with his sword. And then uh, paralyzes the doctor with a his little pressure point hit there. Which is an important point. It is. It, it comes up later. And... Uh, Has the doctor fall on his sword? Um, um, when I was listening to the commentary for this, mm 
uh, I think Joss made a really cool point um, when he said that when he was writing it, he didn't expect to write that when the doctor falls on the sword that the operative comforts him. Hmm. But once he wrote it, he had no problem writing the character at any point the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, the operative is. I mean, he says it later on that he believes in something greater than himself. That's but right. He is. <coughs> pardon me. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. He is. He is a supremely disturbed individual, but believing that he is right. Mm-hmm. Or believing that what he's doing is right, more accurately, because he doesn't believe that he is right. But he believes yeah, in what he, he, he believes in what he's doing. That's true. His crusade. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yeah. He believes it's necessary, not necessarily good. There you go. It's one of those necessary evils. Mm-hmm. I've heard of those. Yes. Uh, he then has the doctor's assistant get the uh, medical conditioning triggers and decides he's going to find Simon and River. So clearly the, the gentlemen with the blue gloves were not capable of finding her. So <clears throat> they had to send somebody a bit more involved. Yeah, kind of a shame that those dudes just kind of went nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I wish they like had set them up as like, like maybe those guys are like, it would have been hard, right? Like they could have been in a scene where it's like, these are the blue sun operatives or something. And he works for the Alliance specifically. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a bunch of retconning there because he because they showed like they showed her like doing the brain stuff and like oh this is what we did to her brain and he didn't find that out until he scanned her brain and didn't really know what they did. Right. True. Yeah, they, yeah, so it's no just idea. all new stuff for the movie. Good point. Good point. Yeah. As, yeah, I wish I would have would have been able to see a little bit more there. I mean, a little bit of regret, but it's a movie, right? You got to catch people up pretty darn quick. Yeah. I mean, think about everything that we've just gone through is the first not very many minutes of the movie is like a lot of our flashback. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> totally. Like we've already set up a ton of stuff. That's true. Uh <laughs> Sorry, I just I cannot breathe. <laughs> well, I'll take a minute to go off on a uh a bit of an umbrage here. Oh. And uh start us off early with some hate um i cannot stand the color palette that they chose to use for their final color correction and final color grade uh in this film it is almost entirely blue it's what they call the orange teal color palette and you'll see it in a lot of huge tentpole movies Um, a lot of the early marvel movies are all guilty of using this color palette it's kind of the easiest color palette for your eyes to take it makes everything feel the color it should be to your eyes very easy so it's easy to rest on but just the show looks so earthy and warm and had great color in the show like everything felt like it was kind of of like of the earth this felt cold and distant i mean it's it's kind of almost allegorical for how we're supposed to feel about mal early on but it's not like we ever get a reprieve from that color grade. It's always that color. It's just like, Ugh. like mm-hmm. it's just, it's boring. It's hard to look at, and it's totally different than the TV series. So it's just, it doesn't, doesn't. It's not cohesive for me. Just like Paul mentioned with all the retconning, and it just doesn't feel like it was thought of in a way to try to kind of 
bring you to feeling like you're one of the people of Serenity, or you're feeling like, you know, you're a salt, kind of salt of the earth type guy. Instead, it's the color palette that everybody uses, therefore we will use it. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because, you know, you have a great cinematographer, Jack Green, who worked on the series. The lighting in this movie at points is astounding. Yeah. And <clears throat> we put this garbage color grade on it. Like, ugh, makes me makes for sad making. It does, unfortunately, make for the sad making. And rant. <laughs> End of line. But, I mean, sometimes you make a movie because, or you do things when making a movie because it's the way it's done. So, just saying. Uh, so yeah, we're we're on on our way to a job, uh, and Serenity has fallen into some severe disrepair. Uh, panel flies off during atmospheric reentry, and the ship's seen better days, as have from the looks of things the crew, considering that several of them are just not there. Uh, or several people right. we got to we got to know as the crew during the series are just not there. Um, Very true. So River and Mal and Jane and Zoe are going to go rob a bank because they believe that this backwoods security or backwoods planet security company probably isn't going to report the theft of payroll. Mm -hmm. Wash lands the ship. Several more bits fall off Uh, (laughs) in a in a very like this ship's headed for a garbage pile kind of sequence. Uh, and we get the crew succeeding in their robbery in a, Mm -hmm. you know, in a very initially feeling almost uncharacteristically Firefly way, right? Everything Mm -hmm. seems to be going okay. Nothing bad happens. Wait a minute, Reavers. Reavers, who we haven't seen since what, halfway through the series? Yeah. Um, but River is able to notice that they're coming because telepathy and Mal tells everybody to hide in the vault and don't come out as long as they have air. Yep. Which is, if you didn't know what Reavers were during the series, you do now. Like (laughs) if you were coming into this movie, having not seen the show, holy balls. Yep. This is terrifying. Yeah. Like, it's one of those, especially because the way Fillion delivers the it's just so serious. Right. Like, he is dead, dead to rights. Like, nope, nope, nope. And in addition, the guy that is begging for them to take him along, but Mal says there's no room on the mule, like, Mal just shoots the guy. Yep. As soon as the Reavers show up. Or Glenn Howard. Well, he knocks them off. Well, he knocks them off, and then when the reavers get him, he shoots. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. He does. Uh, he does kill him, but he he kills him out of uh, love. Well, <laughs> no. See, it's the dentist system. No, um, it's it's a mercy killing. It sure. is that that was those were the, that was the word I was looking for. It's a mercy killing. So. Uh, then we have a chase sequence that probably cost more to do than the entire series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, on a lot of it was practical. Yeah. 
Well, that's part of why I think it probably costs more than most of the series. Yep. Because it actually, like, it. those of you who've been listening along with the series and the three of you will know that one of my biggest problems is so much of the show looked like it was shot on a soundstage. Right. This was definitely not shot on a soundstage. No. And that just looks that much better. Uh, and then, so then Wash is able to pick everybody up and uh, they're safe and secure. Except, oh no, a reaver! But the reaver, ah. is, the reaver is killed and it's it's dispatched very just like, oh, okay. And, and we're on to the next thing now. Whoa, 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 whoa. You forgot to mention that River swallowed a bug. Sorry, yes. River also swallowed a bug. I swallowed a bug? I swallowed a bug. Uh, Simon definitely does not like the fact that his sister swallowed a bug. No. Or more accurately, that Mal would just put her in the middle of some shit. Mm -hmm. uh, to which Mal says, fine, when we put it on Beaumont, you can get out. Yep. For the, I don't know, umpteenth time that he's threatened Simon. Well, this time Simon also punched him in the face. This is true. This is true. So so maybe it's maybe it's made a little bit different, but it's mm -hmm. just like how many times are you gonna threaten him? Right. What I don't like is the way that Simon's like, We'll be right off your ship once we once River gets her share of the bounty. Oh yeah, <laughs> not uh... he had never said it before in his life. Like, yeah, are you unfamiliar with this word? Even though you called the other guy a bounty hunter, but you didn't say, "Are you a bounty hunter?" A bounty hunter. The quilted but... quicker picker. Rough. One of the lines of this movie are oddly given. They're overacted. It yeah. really feels like a, which is weird because having just come off of having watched the series, they didn't overact this much in the series. Like, and it was a TV show. It was a genre TV show of the early two thousands where yeah. overacting was the norm. But I'm just like. I don't think that they actually got like shares of the bounty. Like she did that because she <laughs> shares had done nothing of the else. bounty. <laughs> she had literally done nothing else to be on that ship. So that's that's less of a you know her doing something to get a cut of it <clears throat> versus her just doing earning something her keep. Other than, yeah, yeah. Her share of the bounty would have been bounty. You're allowed to well, eat. Well, if they're not keeping there, then they they should get a share. Perhaps. Yeah. Because they're getting off. Mm -hmm. But it was more like back taxes, I thought. Back taxes. The share of the bounty. You haven't given us anything. I don't care. Give us our part of the bounty. The quilted quick. I mean, Simon has earned work. his keep. We saw him earn his keep plenty of times during the series. Yeah, but that's actually something that was brought up. Like, mm -hmm. before the the adventure was like, yeah, your, your sister now gets to have her turn making sure that she does something on the ship besides yell and scare people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. I mean, yeah, you have to have some conflict, right? We have to set up that River's kind of loony. We have to set up that the Reavers are very, very dangerous and evil, so we think. Yeah. It's evil. a lot of a lot of setup. I mean, this well, especially because movie... then Kaylee goes into how the Reavers became who they were, that they were... Man, oh yeah, went this movie mad when they got to the edge of space and only saw darkness. It's I mean this movie has the same issues we've had to have discussed on like the train job and 
the following few episodes, safe and all those shindig, like it's constantly having to catch you up. And I mean, that's probably overall. And, you know, if you feel differently, any of you guys feel free to jump <clears> on me that I feel like that is the biggest handicap of this series. It's had, it's had to reiterate itself so many times. Well, it was asking a lot. It was asking you to, to, to keep a lot in your head about the universe and that was totally doable and it was something that a lot of people were able to do but it was also not something that a lot of series like even sci-fi series didn't ask you to to retcon this much like well, that, star trek and, is simpler than this most of the star trek series are simpler than this well that and they've had to reintroduce the series now several times mm-hmm like, it's just, I mean, the nice thing about Star Trek is you can just do the, you know what I mean? Like, these are the voyages of the Starship. You know what I mean? You're done. Like, that's mm -hmm. it. We're, we're good here. <laughs> this is an exploration ship. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. We're like, in space. It, yeah. The Firefly, <laughs> it's a little bit more, it's a little bit looser, but there's still, you know, we're, we're kind of just questionable Han Solo-esque characters skirting the law. Mm-hmm. It's it's just the fact we have to keep reintroducing everything so frequently. In the first few episodes of a television series, that's what you're going to do. Yes. And then now there's a movie. It's like that's what we, you know, now we have to deal with that too. It's just, it's a lot. It's it a lot is. of heavy lifting. Especially when they filmed the pilot and then the pilot didn't air first. It's like now we have to do a whole big intro thing again without time to do It's just, it's kind of fallen in there. In my opinion, it falls under its own weight in that regard. And that's, and that's not no one, that's no one's fault but Fox's. Mm -hmm. it's very true stupid like a fox <laughs> stupid like a fox that's a yep sure so uh simpsons did it <laughs> so it's even better because they said it yep. on fox mm -hmm. uh -huh. so uh jane doesn't want to buy that the reavers were just men that went crazy and kaylee starts noting how lonely it is in space and that uh mal is getting so potentially space crazy that he's gonna drive everybody away just like he did simon and river yep. and inara and uh zoe claims that if they had dumped the loot there would have been enough room on the mule for the man but mal is concerned that serenity's falling apart Nobody wants to do business with them. And if they fuck this one up, no one is going to want to do business with them. And so they'll all probably just die, basically. Well, I mean, you know, you shouldn't blow all your money on a fancy new mule if you don't have any, really. <laughs> Very fair point. Uh, to which Zoe counter counterpoints that, yeah, you're right, but we never abandoned anyone during the war. And Mal... Like, that's some dark shit from Nathan Fillion here. Maybe that's the reason we lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this, that's I mean, some this dark movie, shit. This, I mean, this whole movie is Mal representing, you know what I mean, a lot of the crew where it's, he's lost in the darkness, right? He's trying mm -hmm. to find a purpose. He doesn't, Mal does not believe in anything. Lo and behold, our antagonist is super devout. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's, it's another, I mean, Whedon's a great writer. He understands these things. And it's just, I mean, it's just is echoed right there perfectly where Mal's lost in space. And this other, you know, the antagonist is so driven for a very specific goal. 
that he can't deviate even slightly. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, these two are so at opposite ends of the world or the universe. It's pretty intriguing. Good writing. It is. Again, no surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was difficult to watch because um, to peel back the personal curtain a little bit, I've been having some uh, emotional difficulties with my uh, lack of belief or, or, you know, whatever you might have lately. And so it was, it was, it's been difficult to like, you know, go on Mal's journey with him. Sure. It's like made me think things about myself that I wasn't really comfortable thinking there for a while. But moving on to our podcast that is generally positive and comedic, uh, we end up at Beaumont. And also in this movie, he seemed a lot darker. Like it, it seemed like there had been more time than in the storyline. Like it had been a few years since the show. Yeah. Like it had been in real life, <clears throat> and, yeah. And maybe it was. Like they just seemed older and tired. But I'm. But no, they mentioned at one point how long it's been, and it hadn't been that long. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you. That I feel is definitely there. Yeah. It does. Like just now he's feel old and darker. tired. Like it's been. A... Mm-hmm. That's what. That's why, like the other episode, when I said if we could do a, a revisit of Firefly, why I'd want to see really old, fucking worn down now, because that's just that's intriguing. Yeah. Well, that's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Grizzled space mal. Oh my god. Could you imagine? Yeah, it's almost what we got here, so yeah. That's what we're heading towards. I had forgotten how dark that he is in the movie. Oh yeah. Or at least in the beginning, because as we'll get, he lightens, not lightens, but softens, perhaps, a bit by the end. Uh, I mean, the more and more he becomes, you know, he gets to be at peace with what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, so softens, I think, probably better than lightens. Yeah. Um, so the Tams are going <coughs> to, pardon me, make their way, as Mal has decided they need to do, uh, even though River doesn't want to. But right. she understands that them staying is not safe, um, which is kind of a double meaning. Not uh, safe for them. Yeah. They uh, they meet up with the crew at the bar, and Kaylee gets mad because she never got to bone on down with Simon. Yep, yep, yep. And gets mad at Mal specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mal gets real sharp and says maybe he didn't have any feelings for you, because if it were me, nothing would stop me from telling somebody that I, I had feelings. And... <laughs> We get a wonderful tell that to Inara, which is great mm-hmm. from Kaylee. Like we get some really snap, good interaction. Snap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Snap, snap, snap. That's good stuff. So then we meet up with Fanti and Mingo, and we use the most overused trope with twins in all of media of jokingly mis- misrepresenting which twin is which. You yeah. don't know which one I am. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. A nice, a nice little diversion though that Mal knows exactly who's who. It's true. It's true. It's 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 definitely cliche as fuck, but the fact that he chose to be like, no, he like he is not fooled even for a second. Yeah, is pretty that's, neat. That's Fanty. That's Mingo. Yeah, you're um, Fanty. He's Mingo. Or yeah, you're Fanty. He's Mingo. <laughs> um, Fanty and Mingo want a bigger share, and they're it's getting heated, but then we get River really enamored with fruity Odie bars. Mm-hmm. And going ape shit on everyone in the bar. Yep, including Jane. 
especially Jane. <laughs> well, Jane's a girl's name. Well, he, he may be a girl after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she gets him pretty good. Uh, yeah. And then we get Mal and River having a standoff in, as you mentioned, the cinematography in this film is great. And this sequence is shot wonderfully. Just the the wide of them pointing the guns at each other. Mm -hmm. it, like, it captures all of the tension until Simon comes in and shouts a thing that I looked up because I realized I never knew what it was. It's a Russian proverb that means, roughly translated, even chickens will laugh at that. Which is used to describe when someone's being like an ass, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, she falls asleep. So, yeah, so there we are. Uh, <laughs> <so> <coughs> Jesus, fuck. The scene, the scene is, I mean, I think the thing that stands out the most is the stunt work, obviously, and Summer Glau did all her own, a lot of her own stunts for this movie. Former professional dancer. Mm -hmm. So she did, was able to handle a lot of, because if you don't know how fights are choreographed, they're often choreographed very similar to dance. Where you count off beats and this happens, this happens. One, two, three, four. In That's fact, a lot of how it's done. Frequently they're done in eight counts just like dance. Yep. So, I mean, her being able to do that kind of stuff adds a level of not having to do the the shaky cam or the crazy overcut action cam. You can just kind of let the scene play out and he can even go as far as to get really elegant camera moves in the midst of these fight scenes. Pretty sweet stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so then we get exposition time with Simon. Yep. Which is like, for as far in the movies we are, the fact that we haven't had yet more exposition is actually kind of kind of nice, given given how heavily expository the series was sometimes. Yeah, I mean, well, you have to get them in the beginning, right? You gotta show them something, and now that they're in, you can kind of you know vomit some bits on them mm -hmm. like you know they're not going anywhere so yeah you got go them in the chair it. so go for it yeah uh simon then explains that while river was being held captive by the alliance she was conditioned to become an assassin and that once the brainwashing is triggered the only thing that stops her is the safe word which is the russian proverb that he told her and uh Mal, in a weird moment, is extremely pissed off that Simon never told him that River was now basically a, you know, killing machine. You, you, can, you can stay here. You, you can stay on board. Which, I just, that, that, that feels like a plot device to me. A little bit, yeah. So. Again, we'll blow by the fact that Simon would have left the ship with River had mal not opened the box she was in yes yes had had several years earlier mal not been extremely demandy yeah this would never have happened yep so they get in touch with david krumholtz uh bernard the elf that's mr. him mr universe i love him so much like he did so many movies in this time period that i absolutely love like, sure. I, I'm not a big fan of Christmas movies, but I love the Santa Claus. And uh, I For also really like 10 Things I Hate About You. And I, I think in both cases, it's mostly because of him. Uh, maybe. He's such a minor part in 10 Things I Hate About You. But he's great! 
He's great. Okay. You got it, dude. It'd be one thing if you were like, I really like numbers probably because of David Crumbles. I don't think I've ever watched an episode of that despite how much I like David Crumbles. You'd like it. It's good. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think you understand how you're supposed to like somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I never watched the thing where he's main character. I just watched the thing where he's an elf. We're in it for approximately seven minutes. (laughs) He's in more of ten things I hate about you than that. I don't know, man. Total screen time, I feel like he's a dinosaur in Jurassic Park. <laughs> you think he's in more than he actually is? That's right. Yeah. There are not a lot of dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Also, he's just a dinosaur. <laughs> no, the actual dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, not a ton of time on the screen there. No. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why you get That's why you get Spielberg, the man who made a shark movie with barely a shark in it. Yep. So anyway, we've got Mr. Universe, who lives basically alone on an entire planet except for his robot wife Mm -hmm. um he's a hacker like techno broadcasty guy uh and his planet is surrounded by an ion cloud so not a lot comes in or goes out um he watches the security camera footage and kind of scrubs it and notices that there was a subliminal message in the fruity odie bar ad that has been broadcast all over space for the last previous couple of weeks um and that before she attacked wiver yeah river said the name miranda and that uh no one officially reported the incident and the footage was hard enough or harder to get a hold of than it should have been and that it has been viewed by somebody else who has a very high alliance clearance mm-hmm. so now everybody's pants crappingly terrified that someone high up in the uh alliance is after them they decide to go meet up with shepherd book and uh who is on haven which is a mining yeah. colony or who was it he was in haven which is a mining colony uh book warns mal that they, they've likely got an operative on their hands and operatives are very dangerous and he also is curious as i was a few minutes ago why mal let simon and river back on board when he had mean motive and opportunity to just leave them behind uh but it's just you know basically the conversation comes down to it's not really in his nature to abandon people but book reminds him he needs to have some sort of belief in something so can we talk about um shepherd book for a minute please he's one of the greatest characters in the series in my opinion oh, i agree i think does he feel distinctly different the way that ron glass portrays him in the movie from the series i don't know if i'd say distinctly different but he feels um more distant more co- like yes. way less warm than he yes. was in the series like in the series he felt like the, the, the dad right like that's mm-hmm. what he was like he this kind of experienced all-knowing not perfect but you know a beacon of wisdom mm-hmm. and you know thoughtfulness in this he just he feels cold and distant and like almost insultory like it's a weird way they change things up for shepherd book in the like it feels almost like somebody stepped into ron glass's part mm-hmm. to play this character it's really it's always bothered me how different book is in this than he is in the series like obviously the look is different like everybody's look is slightly different but his his whole demeanor changes if that makes sense he feels 
I mean, really just darker. Yeah, it's it's this yeah, colder like it's just everything feels a little bit more distant and a little bit more like yeah, he's just he's not comforting in the way he was in the series. It's just yeah, it's it's kind of like the whole I mean the 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 movie in general feels like a colder, darker version of the series almost mm-hmm. across the board and it, I think it stands out some of the most prominently in Shepherd Book. Yeah. Because Grant, I mean, he doesn't have a ton of screen time. He's the dinosaur in Jurassic Park in this one. Mm-hmm. And every time he's around, he's just, he's like, just sterner. Like, he's just, it's a whole different kind of spin on the character. It's almost like he's seen some shit beyond the shit he's seen on the series. Yeah. Well, I mean, weird. they never really do get into why he left. <laughs> right. You know? So, uh, after talking with Book and you know sort of working out some of his own inner demons mal gets a call from anara because you know we got to dredge up all of the people that left putting the band back together yeah we're in the second act this is the putting the band back together act uh you know we had our we had our first act end with a gun you know people pointing guns at each other and now we got to get the band back together mm-hmm. uh and so they have uh, a pleasant conversation where they don't end up arguing, which leads Mal and Zoe to believe it's a trap. Yeah, and also, uh, you make a good point about, from a writing perspective, you can tell this is the second, we're getting into the second act, because the second act is usually defined by the hero not being able to go back to where they were. Yep. Because there's now a direct, they know there's a direct threat that Mal has to actually take decisive action. He can't go back to just kind of farting around out in space. Yep. Yep, so we're we're about to become firmly entrenched in the second act because yep. they end up uh going to the companion training house where Inara is, and Inara is surprise, surprise, having been manipulated by the operative. Right. And the operative offers to uh let everybody go if Mal turns over River. But because Inara is continually one of the coolest characters in the series, they managed to escape. Well, you also forgot Mal and Drag. That's true. That's true. We get Mal and Drag. And the great... Forget... Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you also forget that Mal doesn't shoot anybody in the face. Yep. True. Also a great moment where he shoots, I think, uh, if the co- I think on Joss said on the commentary, he shoots a total of four unarmed people in the movie. Huh. Including the operative. Well, we saw one, right, with the Reavers yep, already. Yep, yep. So he shoot, He then shoots the unarmed operative. Hmm. Is his face wearing armor? I mean, you know. When was the last episode? Jared, blank man went away on Earth that was. <laughs> nobody yeah, nobody remembers blank man. Wash said that line in the last episode. That's true. <laughs> it is true. Mal learns nothing. Mal learns nothing. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> he shooted me in the head. So, uh, yes. So they managed to get away, and they return to Serenity, and they're able to slip out. Yep. Uh, we have more. We have more expository dialogue from a Tam. Mm-hmm. And they get to know what Miranda is, which is a uh, a small planet that was once inhabited. And then thought to have been wiped out during a terraforming accident, 
but River accidentally learned that the planet was definitely not wiped out in a terraforming accident. This was no terraforming accident. accident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's weird because I always thought she was the the ugly redheaded one. <laughs> so it was really weird for me finding out it was a whole planet. Which one was your favorite then? What in Sex in the City? Yeah. In terms of as a character, or just in terms of attractiveness? Give me both, since you since you posited it that way. Uh, attractiveness, hands down, Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, as a character, probably uh, Kim Cattrall's character, Sam. 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 I think so. Yeah. It's been a minute since I watched her. Oh man, what are we gonna do? How good is that for Sex in the City? No. Come on, man. <laughs> just quietly, Dan says no. No. <laughs> I barely heard him. No, no. You're missing out, buddy. No. It's so much. Yeah, there's a lot. You are right, though. Kristen Davis is definitely the most attractive of the, th of the four. Oh, yeah, for sure. But certainly not Carrie. No. No. No, may. SJP, she may, yeah, she may win, like, maybe, like, best physique award, but she's best not show? winning. Yeah, that's, she is not, she's. Ouch! Like, her, 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 you know. Her level of equine is just not getting there. The <laughs> equine <market>. ducklings. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Osmotize Buckshank. <laughs> wow. East West Pole, man. The detective formerly known as Mouse Cop. <laughs> They're so good. Uh, Army. Navy surplus store. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Uh, they they learned that traveling to Miranda would require them crossing through Reaver territory, which nobody wants to do. So they decide they're going to go back to Haven and Shepherd Book and sort of regroup. Oh boy. Yeah, that was a mistake. Oh boy. Or perhaps going there in the first place was a mistake. Oh boy. Because we get, uh, the entire place has been blown to shit by the Alliance. Mm -hmm. Everyone raised. raised, yeah. Everyone's dead except Book, who That's not true. There's an alliance official who is There's still squirming. That's also true. Also our third unarmed unarmed person who gets shot by Mal. True. But this one at least deserves it. Oh, I'm not I didn't say that there was four people that did not deserve to be shot. No, I'm just like have been shot, This but... is the first one who probably deserves to, to probably deserved it. You know, the operative worked pretty hard at getting shot. Fair, but it, I don't necessarily know if he deserved it. <laughs> I'm of course wearing full body armor. <laughs> I'm not a moron. <laughs> another weird that whole that yep. that line is another weird one. Again, Paul pointed it out very early on in the episode. Overacting was a big problem. I'm not I mean, a moron. that's also kind of his accent too. It is, and the way he's is saying. This the like, first movie that uh, Watson directed. Joss? Yeah. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I think, was the first movie he directed. That doesn't count. That movie's horrible. Uh, it's a movie that he directed. How does it not count? It's because it's horrible. Is it that the, the only movie, movie he's directed? Other than TV? Uh, also, he did not direct that. This was the first film he directed. and It's maybe over-directed. Yeah. The only feature he had directed before The Avengers. No kidding. Yeah. He, he directed Buffy? He directed a bunch of TV... Uh, Buffy, yeah, Angel, TV. Firefly, directed an episode of The Office, directed Dollhouse. Well, who directed the Buffy movie? 
Fran, uh, Fran Rubel Kuzoy, who worked um, on the TV show as well. That's not oh. a real name. Yeah, it is. It's just different types of currency. She also produced Orgasmo. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Love Orgasmo. And uh, Fran and her husband, Kaz Kuzoy, uh, distributed South, localized and distributed South Park in Japan. Yeah, it's yeah. Now that you now that the name's clicking, they have a uh, one of the cards in the front of the movie. Yeah. So, Cusco. Turns Another reason to go back and watch Orgasmo. That's sure. fair. I've only seen it once. It's so good. It's like everything, like everything that Trey Parker touches. You're just like, this is stupid. And it's really like way better than it has any right to be because he's so much smarter. Like it's amazing how smart he is and the level of bullshit that he's attracted to in terms of his taste. It's like it's like a genius working with like poop. Like what if Michelangelo sculpted shit? Like that's kind of what Trey Parker's like. Giving uh, nothing for Matt Stone here. Matt Stone's great, but I think I think a lot of the I think the onus falls a lot on Trey Parker because I mean I think he was doing good stuff before he and Matt Stone really started doing stuff together. Not wrong, Matt Stone. Great hair. Well, to be fair, they started Avenging Conscience together in 1992. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's good stuff. They're both. I mean. If I was a fraction as talented as either one of them, I would be in a much better place right now. <laughs> like Joss, right? Like these, like these, these are all just so hyper talented. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Mal, or they just—I guess—the crew discovers that this wasn't the only place where they had been known to be harbored in the past that was attacked and ruthlessly slaughtered by yep. the Alliance, and, and in fact, it may have been the last. Yes, it was the, the most recent. Yeah. And uh, Mal gets a message from the operative who says, this was me, and it's gonna keep happening until you turn River over. Yeah, a line that I think was kind of risky for Mal to say here uh, when the operative was just saying, you know, I'll do anything to get you, and you would do the same. Mal's like, I wouldn't kill children. And the opera's like, well, I do. What if there weren't any children at some of the other locations? And they knew that. That was kind of risky. Because, you know, the opera would be like, oh, you mean children. There's children on Haven. I'll be right there. Yeah, maybe. That's true. Maybe. Point I'd never thought about. No. So, uh... Mal has a crazy plan and decides that kind of plan. they're going to remodel Serenity to look like a reaver ship. We're going to beat the shit out of it. We're going to paint the hull. We're going to make the engine leak radiation. We're going to uh, put a cannon onto it. And we're going to tie dead people to the ship. Yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty crazy ploy. And then it gets worse because everyone says, no, we're not going to fucking tie dead people to the ship. You can either do what I say or you can leave, and I will shoot anyone who tries to stop me. Yeah. And then he shoots the third guy. Yep. That is Should've true. Shouldn't have tried to stop him. <laughs> Shouldn't have tried to stop him. I mean, he was very clear 
He was very clear that he was going to shoot anyone who tried to stop him. That's true. So they managed the retrofit on Serenity, and they end up heading out towards Miranda, which includes sneaking through a Reaver fleet. They managed to get through. They do. Uh, they get to Miranda, and we have a very, like, George Romero-inspired sequence of wandering through an empty city that seems completely normal. Right, yeah, it's it's uh, except very everyone is dead. Mm -hmm. No violence, no disease. It, they were just dead. Yeah, no struggle. Yeah, no, and it just they are just like, oh, I'm in the middle of drinking my coffee. I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, they find an alliance research, uh, or sorry, an alliance search and rescue team, and their log. Uh. The log states that the Alliance had given out uh, G23 Paxilon Hydrochlorate, or Pax. And yeah, I had to write that one down because I can, no matter how many times I've seen this movie, I can never remember the name of the, the drug. Uh, the Paxilon Hydrochlorate. Um, it was supposed to suppress aggression and create a planet that was free of violence. However, it created a planet that was free of any giving of shit mm -hmm. and they just mm, whatever they chill tune themselves to death pretty much uh except for the 30,000 or so people who had the exact opposite reaction and became extremely aggressive and very crazy and they stopped living and became mixed up zombies and a group of them uh, raped killed and ate the researchers one poor attack, Sarah which Paulson. was yep. Yeah, poor Sarah Paulson. Don't worry, That's she's right. still alive and acting. She is. She's uh, having quite the resurgence here. Yeah, she's in Ocean's Eight. And she was in um a buttload of American Horror Story. Every season, I think. Oh, as at least one character each. Is she in the first season? Yep. Crazy. The psychic. Ooh, good call. Huh. I don't know if you can necessarily call it a resurgence, though, because she's been consistently working for, like, 15 years now. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Because she was in The Spirit. She was in uh, Martha Marcy May Sorry. Marlene. Yeah. There were a couple people that were in that movie that you kind of feel bad for. Yeah. Mm, not if they got paid. <laughs> yeah. They knew what they were doing. I, it's yeah, that's brutal. That movie's poop. Sorry, Frank Miller. I mean, not everything, Hi. not everything a guy touches can be gold. No, certainly not. <laughs> so, and actually, the more I think about it, there aren't a lot of people in that movie that I feel bad were in that movie, like, because Sam Jackson, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Nothing could sully his career no. at this point. Scarlett Johansson, what? Ava Mendez, whatever, whatever, Jamie King, Paz Vega. I guess outside of a full Bill Cosby. Yeah, going a full Bill Cosby would be pretty bad. Uh, also, I mean, ac actors are destined to have the stinkers. It's the directors that are just like, you know. They go to director jail? Yeah. I mean, is Frank Miller still in director jail? I don't know. Is he in actual jail? <laughs> no, he's fine. Oh, okay. 
I'm just wondering if he's actually done anything cinematically. Oh, yeah, he was in uh, Dame to Kill For. Or he directed Dame to Kill For. Hmm. So. And that's a movie, apparently. That's the Sin City sequel, I think. Yes, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. It's not good. That's what I heard. I haven't even watched yeah. it. <laughs> it took them nine years to release it, and it's not good. I, I mean, I, I'm a probably almost to the level of sympathizer for the first Sin City. Mm-hmm. And I really dig the first Sin City, and I like when people said that one was like just universally awful. I, I just, I'm gonna try my hardest not to watch it. The weirdest thing about it to me was that they recast Dwight, and it's Josh Brolin. That is weird. Everybody else is the same. It would have been funnier if it was Dwight from The Office. <laughs> Good old Rain Wilson. But anyway, we we have a movie to talk about here. Damn you, bring up Sarah Paulson. So the actor who was in the scene, okay. <laughs> God damn it, you talking about the thing? <laughs> um, Sorry. so stop involving yourself in this podcast, Jared. Really trying annoying. not to. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they all come to the realization that the the people from Miranda became the Reavers, and that the Alliance was directly responsible for the Reavers. Uh, River throws up and is more sane now that she's no longer holding in the big secret about what happened on Miranda. Right. And I think it's that her brain was allowed to process what she knew. Yes. Yes, I could also see that. So. Not sure why that involved the Matrix style throwing up on the floor, but it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so everybody's kind of fucked up over this, rightfully so, um, with Mal probably holding the stick of being the most fucked up over it, because uh, the reason that he... The reason the Browncoats fought and the reason that he fought was to stop the Alliance's belief that they could just make people better. And that everybody should buckle down and be what they want them to be. And Mal finds his belief again. Yeah. Yeah, and when he's uh, when he's giving his monologue, he's in very overexposed light, mm -hmm. and he's hard to look at, and he's become kind of a beacon of, you know, kind of I, like this is this is the way, in my opinion. I truly now believe this is the thing we need to do. I mean, is this is what they feared she knew, and they were right to fear, because mm -hmm. there's a whole universe of folk who are going to know it too. They're going to see it. Like, Somebody has to speak for these people. Do you feel like that it's a little underwhelming that they just merely wanted to kill her because she knew some shit? Um, no, because it's some shit that under could potentially undermine their entire. Uh government the government the yeah it's not like she just knew like you know access codes to something she knew something that the government would get very much resistance for doing yeah it was just like i feel like it's like what if she's like Jean Grey, you know, like that to me is like you know we need to we need to find her because she's capable of being like dark phoenix straight up well, and, yeah, just, and that might, like, you know, she's she's she learned a thing. 
it's just if it, to me it's just i mean personally feels a little underwhelming it's like all that for a government secret granted is an earth-shattering secret yeah well they didn't but... know what they could there was a bunch of top brass they didn't know what she knew that's also true they didn't know exactly what she knew so there might be more shit that we don't know about could have been true. everything and moreover a lot of the bounties that were on her at first were like bring her back alive because mm-hmm. they wanted to try again with her the, the yeah. killing her was last resort so last resort <laughs> <laughs> yep. like they probably were like we need to find out what she knows and who's told her that's why the hands of blue guys were like you spoke to her you're dead yeah 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 because we can't let out what she knows we don't know what she said to you so mal decides that they're going to use mr universe's transmitters to broadcast it to every screen in the verse mm-hmm. and uh he they contact mr universe he invites the crew in but the operative is already there and he stabs mr universe and tells them to destroy all of his equipment yep so uh serenity goes back through reaver territory seemingly safely until mal uses their newly found turret to fire on a ship to make Mm -hmm. all the reavers give chase because Mal knew that some shit was up and decided to bring the party to the Alliance, uh, the Alliance ships that are waiting right, well, all around Universe's planet. Well, it's a Western, right? So, you know, you have to have the Indians ride up over the hill. And mm-hmm. So you have that oh fuck moment. Yep. It's like, oh fuck, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Somebody fire. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, What what's the fucking line? He's not even changing course. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty great. I think he calls him, he's like, Bastard's not even changing course. Bastard's not even changing course. Yeah, it's, he's so smug. It's 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 a nice a nice one there. Nice mm-hmm. payoff there. It is, especially because Wash is just like, nope, we're gonna go down here while everybody destroys everybody else. And uh, the operative ship is destroyed, but he gets out on an escape pod. And Serenity gets through, and Unfortunately, there's one Reaver ship following them and hits them with an EMP, and they freefall. Oi. Oi. Don't. Every time. What was the other one? Oh, CMG was the other one that made you Oi. do that. Oi. I was like, what was the other thing I, I've said recently that made you do that? Um, So, they're getting... They're tumbling to the ground, and Wash, kinds, Wash manages to get emergency power back. Uh, but they end up crashing because they're already moving too fast for the ship to, or for the engines and landing gear and everything to save them from crashing. But Wash manages to bring the thing under control. And um, they skid along. Serenity has had an engine ripped off, but they do finally eventually stop. Everybody gets to relax. And... You think everything's going to be okay, and then Joss Whedon happens. For the second time. Because Joss Whedon already happened in this movie, when we lost Shepard Book. That's right. And a big-ass fucking harpoon smashes through the window and kills Wash on contact. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zoe is completely in shock and trying whatever she can to wake her husband up. And Mal manages to pull her away just in time. To keep her from uh, the next harpoon. Right. Which would have taken her out. 
um everybody flees and everyone who isn't mal decides to set up a last stand to let mal have the time that he needs to transmit the message um wrong episode dan har 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 uh kaylee makes mention to no wash and zoe goes in soldier mode and just says he isn't coming he ain't coming he ain't coming which is just like oh god damn it like that hit like a ton of fucking bricks it has every time i've watched this yep yeah she's she nails it for all the discussion we've had about overacting it's fucking brutal i think there's there's two scenes i think that are really like two two moments i guess that really have like some pretty insane acting that one and then a little earlier when uh when jane gets mad about how mal is kind of handling things and he brings up serenity valley and all that and he's uh adam baldwin's performance in that moment i think is really really good Mm. like he's just like it's a, a level of smugness we often don't see out of jane yeah. And he's just, I'm better, like, I'm better that, like, I can see through your bullshit, and you're not doing things right. Like, you're you're gonna kill, get us all killed, because you're an idiot. And just, like, I will rub this in as hard as I can, because he's trying to get her eyes out of him, to prove that he's just running off emotion. And then Zoe steps in, and it's just like, damn it, this scene is great. <laughs> and this moment, as well, is just, it's brutal. It's brutal. You didn't, like, now all bets are off. Right, like this third act is the real deal now. Mm-hmm. Like anybody, anybody is capable of dying, and there is a good chance by the end of this, uh, by the end of this film, everyone will be dead. Mm-hmm. Like it's just all bets are off now. Very, very scary. Yeah, it's now. Now the shit is on. Yep. So, um, Mal goes in, finds Mister Universe dead but is able to find the pre-recorded message on Robot Wife. Uh, it killed me, Mal. Killed me with a sword. How weird is that? How weird is that? Uh, and finds out that there's another transmitter, and the crew is getting pinned down by all the Reavers. Zoe is injured. Kaylee is injured. The, uh, the operative shows up, runs in a Robot Wife, who repeats the message. Uh, so he now knows where the secondary transmitter is. The crew gets the blast door most of the way closed until Simon is hit by a bullet and there's no one left to be doctoring. Mm-hmm. And then we also find out that he left his medical bag on the other side of the door. I like uh, I like how pained he looks in that moment. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, an actual like really decent piece of... And like when he tells River he's sorry, I think it's really good. Yeah. Like, it's just like... like it it's it's hard it's a hard hitting moment for sure. It was sure. like I hate to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then River River gets to River. Mm-hmm. And she dives through this small gap in the door, throws the medical bag, closes the door, and, and it gets pulled away by the masses. Yep. And that's the Seemingly last thing we see killed. of River. Yeah. Yeah. So you think that now she's been washed. After after all of the times that Simon's taking care of her, it's her turn to take care of Simon. That's right. Um, so it's just like, well, she's dead now. Like you think yeah. it's gonna be Simon because he gets shot. You're like, but oh, then, he's fucking dead no, now. No, we get the self-sacrificial, or as a lot of people claim it now, that Josh just likes killing women. Um, mm. You know, so we think it's gonna be that. But spoilers. 
we cut to Mal, who has found the other transmitter, and it is in the most science fiction movie place possible. Hard to get to. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> really stupid. Uh, it's just like that. That feels more like a sci-fi movie than almost anything else in this film. I think I think the biggest kick in the nuts to the whole thing, and I know you'll get there after you describe more, but when the fight's over and he just walks on a platform. Yep. Like, oh, what? Why were the controls on that side? He, oh, that's that's a rough one. Yeah, that's a rough one. It's like, what is the point of that, Mister Universe? Yeah. How paranoid are you? Yep. Totally agree. So, uh, Mal. Video game. Yeah, yeah, it is a video serious. game level. You got to get over here, but you can get back fine. Yep. Yeah. Um. The operative shows up, they have a standoff, Mal wins, shoots the gun out of his hand, and they have a pretty beefy fight. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's one of the better fights that we've seen. You know, in addition to having better sets, they also got sets and set pieces. They also got a better fight choreography budget for this. Oh, it was it's all the fights in this are really solid. Way better than the show. Yeah, like the, the fight, even with, you know, I mean, like, uh, Philly and hitting the like his damn face smashes into that floor mm -hmm. yeah. several times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Joss mentioned that on the commentary too. I know he's yeah. like he just kept actually hitting his face into the floor, so his face was starting to get really swollen. So we had to stop filming for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, you can see in one of the shots where his face is legit. Like that's not makeup. That's just legitimately like hit, right around his uh his orbital bone is just swollen. That's mm -hmm. pretty wild. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, you don't have to do that, Mister Reynolds. She's doing her own stunts. <laughs> the uh, the operative tries to disable Mal with the same nerve cluster hit from earlier, yep. but spoilers: in a thing that doesn't actually work in biology, Mal had it moved because of some shrapnel. That's right. But you should have just said remove. Yes, removed would have been better than moved. Had it removed. Not, yeah. Well, that's a type of move. Moved out of his body. Yeah. Removed. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not how biology pulls, works, Joss. He pulls it out of his pocket. You should have hit me here. Yeah. <laughs> Just this like blubberous mess oh, no. of weirdness. It was here in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out the real nerve cluster was the friends we made along the way. Wow. Goddamn. <laughs> well, you're suspended from the rest of the podcast episode. <laughs> All right, you got to finish. That's what she said. And you're reinstated. All right. Uh, Mal elects not to kill the operative, <coughs> but uh, disables him and trusses him up with his own sword, which is pretty good. Uh, and broadcasts the Miranda video. Hmm. Um. He makes his way back to the crew and is informed that River made it to the other side of the door, uh, but is probably dead, except then the door opens and River has killed everyone. Yeah. She killed everyone, stupid. Yeah, seriously, she did too. And uh, then Alliance troops blow in the wall, apparently having won the space battle against the other Reavers. And... Then the operative is there, because apparently Mal didn't do a great job of trussing him up. Uh, nope. He orders the, his, or he orders the Alliance squad to stand down. Well, no, he's he, still, uh, he's still he, stuck there. 
Yeah, that was over the radio. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm thinking of the end of the movie. Yeah, I may have watched this while I was high on NyQuil the other night, so. <laughs> I recorded a podcast high on NyQuil the other night. No thanks, I'm still finishing my thistles. It wasn't as funny as you may think based on how you described it. Yeah. It's pretty cohesive. Uh, um, everybody buries Mr. Universe and Book and Wash, and they fix up Serenity, which yeah, is... To, to touch on the funeral scene, somehow on a planet without an ion cloud, despite yes. them being in the middle of fixing up the ship. It's very true. I mean, maybe it's shown out of sequence. Who knows? It is a gorgeous shot, though. It like, is. That is beautiful. If it is shown out of sequence, also kind of weird that either th did they actually bury or is it just memorials? Because did they take uh, Mr. Universe with them? Well, maybe. so according to Firefly.Fandom.com, which is yes. what I've been what I've been referencing when I need you know, plot order points here. Okay. Uh, they're doing it on Haven. Okay, so it was out of order. And then they're on Persephone uh, in the repair yard. Yeah. So they're all over the place. Yeah, how the hell do they... They're still actively putting parts of the ship back together. Sewn, back together wrong, back together sewn. Like, back when they leave, they have wrong. to go through what I thought was the ion cloud again. Mm -hmm. Maybe not? Apparently not. No, it's just a storm. Uh, so the operative and Mal have a bit of an exchange wherein he tells Mal that the Tams are no longer actively wanted and that the Alliance regime has been weakened, but that they are not just going to simply forgive the crew for what they've done. Right. Uh, Mal tells the operative that he'll kill him if they ever encounter each other again. And the operative says that they won't see each other again. <laughs> you won't. You won't. Not gonna happen. Yeah. Nothing left to see. Yeah. No, and it's another another great little piece uh, mm -hmm. where uh, DP Jack Green kills it is when he's delivering those lines. His face is not properly keyed. The lights behind him, so his face is in shadow. Mm -hmm. So he is now a shadow, but Nathan's properly lit, so he's now the one who's in the light. While he's now fallen, you know, like retreating back into the void. Yep. Pretty, pretty amazing. Like, I mean, this is what happens when you hire one of the all-time great cinematographers. Oh, yeah. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Jack Green. Mm-hmm. Is he still working? I wouldn't be surprised. Those guys just work forever. Uh, last movie he did was The Letters in 2015. Which is a, a biographical film about Mother Teresa. Huh. Yeah. So, maybe not. I guess he's not working. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Give him some time off. Yeah. I mean, you know. He did cinematography on one of my favorite John Candy movies, Volunteers. But, to close it out, <laughs> uh, Kaylee and Simon finally bone on down. Oh, this is yeah. <laughs> oh, gratuitous! Yes, why is River there? Gratuitous. It's why funny in the there? moment, and then you think about it. It's like, oh no, that's it's wrong not at all. Um, mm, mm -mm. 
No, I'm not much of a voyeur, so that doesn't make me laugh at any in any moment. Whether it's Norman Bates or River Dam. Oh, Norman Bates. <laughs> yeah, he well, does. The boy's first best friend is his mother. Yep. We all go a little mad sometimes. <laughs> uh, Zoe tells Mal she's tore up plenty, but she'll fly true, which, once again, like we got earlier, is a good double entendre. Mm -hmm. Is she talking about herself or the ship? Both, probably? It is 100% about Zoe. Yeah, that uh, Josh says it in the. It's okay. funny because he says that uh, Nathan's when they get done the take, he's just like, "This is about Zoe, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, he good. finally understood it. Yep. There you go, Nate. Yeah, got there. Um, Nate <laughs> so Nate Fillion. Mal goes and meets up with Inara and asks if she's ready to disembark, and she says she doesn't know. Good answer. Yep. And then he sits down where his new co-pilot is hanging out, River. Uh, and she has some aptitude for piloting, but it's not knowledge or expertise keeps a, sh keeps a ship in the air or makes her a home. It's love. That's Yeah, but you already know what I'm going to say, don't you? Yeah. But I like to hear you say I it. I like to hear you say it. So good. It's so good. So good. And then we have Serenity so all fixed up and repaired and everything's great until we fly through the storm and a piece of metal falls off and in the one slapstick bit of the film actually crashes into the frame. Yep. And then you get Mal. What was that? Yep. Which is fantastic. I, it, I do feel like that feels a little bit out of place that it like actually smacks into the frame. I mean, that's the end, right? That's your RoboCop. <laughs> RoboCop. And then that's RoboCop just... smacking into the frame. Yeah. Just, I mean, the title comes up. Boom. You know, that's it's fine. You got to end what the movie that? somehow. Serenity. <laughs> Pretty much. Not a, lot, not a lot of people call you Serenity, do they? I don't have many friends. My friends call me Serenity. And uh, and that's the film. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it is. It is. So that's um, that's the show. We got one more episode, the ranking episode. If you uh, if you're out there in listener land and you want to get us your list, uh, I know my wife's working on hers. Um, get that into us via uh, Twitter or Facebook or via email. Contact at superliminalfilms.com. Reach out to one of us individually on Facebook. Shoot us your ranking to be included in our fan ranking episode, which will air next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.